0: Culture podcast with
1: Alaska, Curly Castro, and Zilla Rock.
0: go Out Culture podcast. We're here, Curly Castro, uh, icing himself with Tiger Bomb. He's in the mix. Zilla Rocker here, drinking Four Roses bourbon. Alaska is on the DL this week, but filling in, we have our return guest. You know the man of the times, the man who I realize this today. I've seen this man more than any other rapper or friend <laughs> since COVID started. I have seen this person more than any, anyone else beside my family since COVID began. Reef to Lost Cause is back. Thank you for coming up, back.
2: beloved? Oh, man, no problem, man. You know I love chopping up with you boys. Thanks, dude.
0: Yeah, I thought about today. I was like, I, I've really seen Reef more than anybody.
2: Yeah, man. That's what, you, know, we're, we're, <laughs> we're you know, we're neighbors, you <laughs> know.
0: I said to my son, I was like, dude, Reef's going to be on my show. He's like, who's Reef? He was like, Oh, Reef? Cool. <laughs> I was like, Yep, he's gonna be on a radio show with Daddy. He's like, Okay. <laughs> Man,
2: listen, if 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 things would have stayed, you know what I'm saying? Like my, my cousin Dave is still on um fourth and like Fitzgerald, mm-hmm. but you know, Haji was at, on fourth and yep. big O was on mm-hmm. like fifth and uh Oregon, some Reese? shit. Reef Like it was, Reese yeah, he was right across from the from the park. My girl Ultraviolet was around for a minute. Like we had a, Dude, had a small strong, pro. Was a broad importer. He was a broad importer. Yeah, small pro. Yeah. So it's it's crazy, man. Everybody's <sighs> dipping out of South Philly, but we we remain the last ones <laughs> left. Well,
0: I'm I'm beginning the process of looking for a new home, so I'm yeah, I'm yeah. I'm Go on borrowed time. For <laughs> for so you, me, anyway, for you. So, speaking about Philly, we're gonna talk about one of the most famous Philadelphian episodes, Philadelphians ever, on this episode. So, we get to figure out if we're going to call this a we need to talk about or a lineage of greatness or an adjacent to greatness, but Will Smith. But why would you say that, all
3: three when we just discarded what we we're going to call it?
0: I, I I don't know if I agree with you all the way on the we need I, I think Look, this is, is your
3: whole thing, son. So, if the I listeners think, can't tell it, I don't give a fuck. Oh, listen, this is
0: your whole thing. Hey, Will thing. We all get our pet out. projects.
4: <laughs>
0: you, you go ahead, you, shine. you I shine. What should we call it?
3: Oh, we should call it this. I don't really know if I, then what the fuck you asked me for. And then you're
5: gonna call I got it. All you three?
0: Input. Gonna well, he's all not three gonna be there. all three. He's not gonna be all three, clearly.
5: So what do you mention
0: all three for? Uh, I'm thinking about because he has the adjacent to greatness side of the film and TV.
3: He's a hip hopper. That doesn't that's not adjacent to greatness. He started mm. in hip hop. Okay. He does a lot. That's not adjacent to greatness.
0: Fair point. Okay. I like this. This is good. Um before we get to Will though. Our good friend, Reef, former West Philly resident, Carly Castro, current West Philly resident. Um, I don't think you guys ever lived in West Philly at the same time, though. When did you
4: leave?
2: I left West in the fall of 1999 to go to University of the Arts, and I never never moved back. My mother and family is all still there, so I'm still up there all the time seeing Mm. my folks. But as far as me living in West Mm -hmm. Philly, it's been 20 years now, man. Damn. Yeah, 21, shit. shit. Yeah. Did you
0: ever want to move back?
2: No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just because, uh, you know, I, I did when I found out about like 48 and Baltimore, like what it's become in like Clark mm-hmm. Park, all that, that yeah. shit's mad cool. But where I was at, nothing was going on that was mm-hmm. remotely close to you know, downtown, South Philly, just Mm -hmm. the, the, you know, even on the north side now with Fishtown and all that. All that stuff was popping, right, as I became a a young man. So it was like, why would I go back to, like, these dark-ass corners where nobody's doing anything? You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't much fun where I I was at, you know? But, like, I see now of the community that's formed, like, around, like, you know, like, that that area. And that shit's dope. And those houses are fucking gorgeous. If I ever moved back, it would be definitely around there if I could ever ever afford to live somewhere like that you dude,
0: know the space alone is like yeah this, this is a there's a whole 900 square foot life we're living down here i'm not with this yo
2: the space side note trees there's yes, trees dude, and, and, and and like the way the cribs are designed they all have porches like, <clears throat> I mean, like porches, so here's it, it a
3: so, side note i'm not taking up?
2: a shot i'm just curious
3: do we think that chill moody could afford one of those houses
0: hmm it depends what type uh, of house that's my yeah, guess maybe duplex possibly
3: he has. He, uh, he he puts out kombucha.
0: Ah, so, uh, I mean, yes, the kombucha hustle dead. is strong. He's diversified. <laughs> I'm just
3: saying. We're talking yeah, out, we talking out chill. He we gotta might. chill on. He we gotta, we chill gotta get you. I mean, his entrepreneurial shit. You know, he's also that yeah. music. I was just thinking out loud. I was like, well, a lot of us,
2: you know, maybe. Yo, man, <laughs> maybe. I tell, I tell, I tell young cats, man. Like, if I ever have a, that conversation when it comes oh, to like Philly yes. MC conversation, oh, I'm always static. like, yo, like, yeah, music is cool, but. As far as like business moves and stuff, study chill, man. You know study chill. Like, respect, he ain't put out an so album
3: so much,
0: man.
2: He hasn't put out an album in years.
3: Not, a he full, did not made America.
0: Didn't he do Made America with um Love sister?
2: He he put out he put out uh I think he put out something not too long ago. Maybe like no, it's not ago, too long ago.
3: But I'm just saying, like, look yeah, how he's yeah, floating.
4: Yeah.
2: Off the last word, he's not
3: defined. Oh, he did the um Reefy, right. He did the Anne more joint with um quest yeah, sister. That's
0: what I said. Yeah, quest yeah, 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 yeah. That
3: that's his last like project
0: well speak speaking of projects curly uh brief <laughs> to lost so, cause is a project um, that's so
3: funny he'll check this read. that is the first time <laughs> that zilla has ever called me curly that, straight up and our in our entire <laughs> professional and ciphering at life.
0: medusa lounge upstairs when you let me borrow your he, mic
3: he never called me curly until now
0: mm. correct now well right, i was like right, hey I'm curly
3: you know what i'm saying you see you witnessing milestones reef.
0: <laughs> hey curly speaking no speaking of milestones uh reef lost causes don't here. do that
3: no so check this out <laughs> prem is pretty protective of us right so <laughs> prem says two things that really like gets his goose is when people uh call Wood, woods
0: billy which is yeah don't, don't weird... call him billy don't call him billy it,
3: it actually really you shouldn't call him billy like i don't even know where you would even get that from.
0: Well, it's his,
3: yeah. no but but you get what I'm saying. Like, anyway. Okay. And then he said, and then when people call me Curly, which is funny because you it chose down the but they split down the middle. Right. So girls call me Curly and newer hip hop fans might call me Curly. Okay. Old cats that know me for over five years or more, they all call me Cash.
0: Right. So uh, I don't know if anybody calls Reef Cause still, because you used to say it on songs. You go cause. You used to do cause. Yeah,
2: used to do that
0: shit.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, cause. I still, I, still, I still drop that in there. Yeah. It's, yeah, just it's hard. Like, no, it's just, it's, it's reef. You know what I mean?
3: Always. It's
0: reef. Wait, yeah, did you
3: ever
2: get blowback
3: for the length of your name? Or was that, that was part of the, that was a Philly thing though a little bit, right?
2: At that time? Yeah. No, I think, um, I, I, I came up, you know, Lyle the dark man, all that, you know, right. You know? The like ninth man, shit. Yeah. yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. It was funny. I seen a, um, I seen a tweet, uh, Fonte somebody put where they were like, your your '90s rap name is is a name then the and something something. And I'm L
0: the Head Toucher. You know what I'm saying? Your name
2: then the then something something. You know, A Z to visualize.
3: Um, it's checks out. It checks out. It works. More
2: Philly shit. Um, Vinny Paz
3: wasn't he? Um.
0: Icon the verbal hologram. Icon yes. the verbal See, hologram. Yes. I, yes. I missed yes. the 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 run on the blank fill in the blank. Yeah. Oh. I um
2: I you know I thought about just dropping the lost cause and all, but it's so ingrained in my you know That's what awesome. I mean? Like I don't want to confuse nobody at this point. No, it's you know good, it's saying? good branding. It's great, <laughs> great branding, it's great branding. Yeah, Speaking nobody. of, of branding, shout out to my man, uh, Fat Boy Sharif. You know what I'm saying? Like, the i homie. rock with that
0: dude, yeah, he's the best. Man. He's uh, another alum. oh, yeah, um, the there was a reach. time
2: where I would have made me uncomfortable, with somebody, but I'm like, the name Sharif is like, there's a, there's millions of people. With that name. Dunn. So, so, let, so let, let me put, put you,
0: yeah, to this you, guy. you and Sharif spelled differently. Let just, me put just... you,
2: D to this guy. Remember when I met
3: Zilla, I don't know if you remember that, but we I was still doing Squad Zilla, and so I put I put a hit out on him. Mm-
4: yeah, like we were, I I really? I was I was, I was on
3: on site on him. I was like, yo, he thinks it's a joke. I'm serious. I was like, yo, who's this guy? Right. Nah, yo. What I'm taking it, this guy. Well, look at that. <laughs> no, it was just um I didn't know we I, I didn't I didn't catch up with him.
0: Yeah. And we we like, both picked a very popular name that's been used for everything. So, there you go. And so, gotcha.
3: Squadzilla is like abbreviation was like Zilla. We had all these chants and shit and then I see this guy, Zilla oh. Rock. I said, "Nah, yo, I'm gonna oh. see that guy."
0: That's uh, all well. Here's what I want to see. I want to see us talking about the Reef project. Reef the Lost Cause is alive. Available. You want to see, on you want to see us talk about the whatever, project. bro. Anyway, I've you. been trying to get to it. You keep sidetracking. Yeah, but just
3: because your segues is not. Anywho,
0: right now. so Reef, what I like about this project is this it's you know, it's a sequel to Reef to Lost Cause is dead, right? But mm-hmm. I think a subtitle of this out, uh, this one could have been called like Reef to Lost Cause Loves Guitars.
4: Bang, guitars, every song
0: has yeah. yeah, <laughs> guitar man. samples. Yeah. Yeah. So what 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 yeah, is your man. affinity for guitars? Because I thought like the John Mayer on Chappelle skit, you know where he plays the guitars for white people yeah, yeah, yeah. in a certain yeah, way yeah. and they go crazy, and then he plays sure. it another way. Sure. Like what yeah, is your man. affinity I mean, you for know, guitars?
2: I just think uh, you know we were we were we were heavy with the with the you know with the rock and and electro sound. So you got you know samples from uh, you know um, War Paint. Uh, you got yes. samples from you know, uh uh the, the the monophonics who are more of the on the jazzy side and mm-hmm. you know, you, Tom know Petty. you went um Tom Petty Bruce Springsteen with Street to Philadelphia yep. uh you know man just everything you know these albums these projects just like the first one is the chance for me to play around with with, with beats and samples that like I just love you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like my, my favorite go to karaoke song is Eye of the Tiger. You know what I'm saying? Oh
0: yeah like,
2: you know I, I wish yeah, it's funny, me and Todd, we were we were coming back from somewhere the other night. We we're riding the car. Um, I forget what he was playing, but we we both he was like, Don't you wish you could just fucking play guitar? And I was like, Yeah, man. Like we were doing like all that, you know, like we just I love good I love rock, I love electro, I love all that. And like, you know, sometimes I want to take a break from the slow sample. Like sometimes that shit gets boring. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes that shit gets like just fucking corny and played to me you know what i'm saying like just doing that same sound especially now right. with everybody trying to copy griselda yeah it gets a little out of hand so i wanted some shit that was more upbeat more anthem style mm-hmm. you know that's why we took shit from like you know alabama shakes you know what I'm yeah saying? So, love them love them yeah but you know um but yeah man i mean you know just just continuing to to put you know my, my feelings on the page and 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 having me and my homie craft up and cook up some some soundscapes behind it this one took on the form that it took on and then you know I'm back to the drawing board with I already got something in my mind for the next shit and I already mm. got the the sound that I'm going with that with that. So you know
1: yeah you know, your, yeah um, props,
2: props to you man the, the the career flip shit is is, is fucking ridiculous. Your woo. pen is super sharp on there. Thanks, Small pro is is always yo the uh What's the joint? It might be the, the, the opening joint. What's that? South Philly situation?
0: That's the second joint. Yep. SP situation. That, that
2: second joint, bro. Like mm. that's one of them joints. I'm like, oh, I wish I had that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's that's the, great that's great the, highest, that's you, the highest honor of an MC. We like, mm. Mm. you know mm. what I mean? That's yeah, not reef clean. in the last few years.
4: We
3: want to commend man. you too. that. um, Because I've been around you for a long time. So I remember we had the old album cycle. So say like um, Vicious Cycle took you up two, three years after the um the one prior to that. I'm, Feast of Famous. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but now yeah. it seems like you've adjusted your um your frequency a bit, where you're a little bit more, like I figure you've dropped about two projects a year, two, three projects a year now?
2: Um, I mean, you know, really, it, 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 it might feel that way, but it's usually at least one a year, but they kind of overlap. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it okay. might be something might come out, Something might come out like fourth quarter, November ish of, right. of like, right. the end of the year, and then the, that next year there might be something ready in you know uh, March, April. You know what I mean? Right. So was this was but,
3: this a deliberate uptick, just from the old? Um, know, albums?
2: Yeah, yeah. I think I think it was it was it was an, out of necessity. I definitely think that the old album cycle like you can't really do that no more. At the same time, I was trying to find a way to not. I can't do the you know three four drops every couple months thing mm-hmm. because i just i'm still into albums man i'm still like nah, that should go on the album so right. it's yeah. hard for me to to just throw out the five song ep the five which you know seems to be more of the model these days but i'm just right. still into my you know i've been trying to cut back on you know song length um you know the albums are usually now in the 10 to 13 range as opposed we to eight, 18, 18 range yep. you know what i'm yep. saying like yep. just, too. Too. just trying to trying to do uh is less is more i guess yeah so the less You're- is more the uh mind state and um you know also just kind of like i always look back at that time because i was super arrogant i think to think that i should i was in a position to take 2 3 years like i was still drop drop mixtapes things like mm-hmm. that but all right, all right. my focus should have been to get right back in the studio. I mean, Vicious Cycles stood the test of time. You know what I'm saying? It's, mm-hmm. it's a great record whatever. But, but we all had those. I, 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 I look back, back at that and I'm those. like, man, I should have tried to try to get back at that quicker because I feel like. I, you
3: but know, I was it wasn't it wasn't the shit. mode.
6: It wasn't the mode. Right, like, right, even right. if you
3: even you, even if you take responsibility for it, it just really wasn't the mode because, you know, when projects would take that length, we were really pouring a lot into it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Money with yes, all the other stuff. Yes, and so yes, I remember back then, that was a big Exhale. I know. You, I know. there's a long time for some of y'all, but when I did that Bohemian Fifth record, I mean, it I was that. Mm-hmm. so we was working on that shit maybe even four years from the minute we started as a group to that, and that was a big undertaking. The instrumentalists and the vocalists and stuff. So I, I remember at the end of that, I was like spent. Like back then, I remember Man. just being you're spent when you mm-hmm. have all of the features and got vocalists, especially how Philly was back then with the neo soul style. You got poems mm-hmm. on your shit. You know, you know how we used to mm-hmm. do the things. That was mm-hmm. always a bigger undertaking. I think now, like you mentioned it, we've learned to compact and concise things so you make the process a little easier and a little bit more straight to the point. Because I remember back right. in the day, I made albums, it was all over the place, 20 different topics, you know what i mean, what
2: I'm bro? I can't, I can't even listen to a lot of my old shit because of that, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, just, yeah. just long, drawn out, mm. six minute fucking, just like young man, you know? Yeah. Like, shut up, you know what yeah. just a, that's just a part of getting older in general. I think right. we're we're much more, you know, confident in just saying what we mean and yep. keeping it pushing. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like I don't know yeah, about y'all, but that's something that, that took took me that took me a little bit of, of life living to get there. You know, I was somebody mm-hmm. that would, you know, you know, uh, draw it out as opposed to just saying how I felt. And I think that you know that that reflects in life and in in the music. So. Well, let me let me cool. ask
0: you this, and then and then we'll and we'll take a break. Um. What mm-hmm. I think is crazy about Reef the Lost Cause of Death, Reef the Lost Cause of Alive, you touched on it about being able to bend different genres when you have fun with these projects, right? Mm-hmm. When you, for better or worse, became associated with a certain aesthetic or a certain sound, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most people that find themselves in that lane. We'll mm-hmm. do whatever it takes not to piss people off in that space because mm-hmm. they want to keep mm-hmm. those people rocking with mm-hmm. them. And and you want to do well by your supporters and fans. Sure. But I sure. think it was really smart about you calling the first one, Reef the Lost Cause is dead, was claiming that with the De La-ish cover. And then this one, Reef the mm-hmm. Lost Cause alive with the Red Man type cover is like, this is separate from, you know, fight music. This is separate. Sure. You know what I mean? From like the snow goons <laughs> work. But it's still Reef. So if I'm not, if I'm one of the type of person that likes a certain aesthetic from you, maybe I'm like, oh, when he does this lane, I skip this one, but I'm still going to bang, you know, your favorite MC or I'm still going to, you know what I mean? Sure. Or if, so I just wanted to see like how you. Deliberate that in your mind to say Because yeah. I think it's very commendable for you to be like Yo I'm into wild other shit I'm not just going to do beat you up music Forever there is a time mm-hmm. to play On this new album you have a song you know thoughts and prayers But like how do you make that Decision
2: mm-hmm. Well I think that was the thing that that always Kind of blew my mind about The you know and I know That it's related to the you know Juju Mobs and the, and Yo. the uh, you know Jedi, Jedi minds and army of the pharaohs And all that I, I know that 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 fan base and that aesthetic is related to that era but if you put on every single one of my records from the first one up until now I rap about that type of stuff but there's always always different takes and different you know different it's never just straight you know I just I'm the toughest guy in the room and I think that a lot of times people that associated me with that aesthetic didn't take the time to really mm. listen to everything that I was doing because mm. on the snow goons album, you know, there's talk to me, which is about my autistic son. You know, right. it's, it's, it's like, it's not just, you know what I'm saying? And I right. think a lot of people, when they, when they pick up these records, they're, they're, they're looking just for that. So for me, it's always been about like, I want to make sure you know that like, I'm not just that,
4: mm-hmm. you know, and it, it's, it's
2: something that's always, not bother me, but um, you know, I've had conversations with people that have tags on them. Uh, Hezekiah,
4: mm, Hezekiah yeah. is a
2: fucking animal of an Oof, MC, but yeah. he gets you know put in this like you know the neo soul. It's like Hez will fuck you up, bro. Like Hez will, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Hez will knock you out. Like you know what I'm saying? He not no, you know. He, yeah, he's a vegan yoga dude, but he's
4: like
0: a <laughs> real nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a
2: real nigga, and like he. Makes, but he probably ran into that. I
3: remember the Catcher ride you know record. Saying?
0: To catch a ride. right the freeway shit what he did with but he, i yeah. think he
3: ran into exactly what reef was talking about because right. that was a little unexpected
2: that
0: was um,
3: more
2: hard right it you was know, very it's hard a, it's a, it's so so you place that same type of tag on him but you do it in reverse for me so it's like he, right. when he goes to do the harder shit people are like uh when i go to do the more experimental shit it's like i don't know if like you said i i, I might skip this one i literally have people say like oh, i like this this and that but i don't like this because you you weren't just Right. spitting a thousand yeah. lyrical miracle br- and i don't ever want to do that again i feel like you know, <laughs> i don't ever want to be like even if there was an opportunity to do more like army of the pharaohs type shit i wouldn't want to do that shit no more that shit was that shit was that era you know what i'm saying that shit is yeah. dead now you know what i mean yeah. Like nobody's nobody's trying to be the like you know guy that drinks the devil's blood and all that fucking like <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I said all the foul crazy you know red man eminem inspired type like where I'm, I'm just trying to shock you type shit i did all that mm. when i was young now I'm, I'm a grown man with a family right and i'm just gonna have fun with this shit while i still got the opportunity to do it and people are still listening and if you like it that's what's up if not yeah you're missing out you know
0: i concur. Well, yeah i concur um how about this let's take our first break and then we're gonna come in uh we're, we're gonna cut the commercial we're gonna play one of the reef cuts and then we'll go into we need to talk about will smith fresh prince and ain't God great. I woke up this morning with a smile on my face. Even though it's hard
2: to escape the thoughts in my head that caused me to break. So much build up and my feelings filled up. And there's so much on the table that I'm tossing the plate. Lost in the space, so I stop and embrace the chaos all around me because it's not going to wait for me to feel better. So I'm going to make the best of my day. So I toss on my cape, then I lace up my J's and throw on my jacket. Dive head first deep into my madness. Some say I'm acting erratic, but the only way to combat this is to stay active. Otherwise, I'm just a slob on a mattress. The voices in my head said I didn't matter. Then I heard my kids laughing. Shouted back to the voices. Y'all capping. I am the baddest. I got this. I got this. I got this.
4: I'm feeling lost and crazy.
2: Who's got a hold on me? Nobody, nobody. I'm Some days are not, some days are kinda quiet, some days it don't stop. Some days are okay then, and some days are not. Some days are kinda quiet, sometimes I wake up.
1: What is up, Internet Humans? This is Wally Clark. When I am not swimming the Panama Canal in Thames, or teaching infants how to steal, I am listening to the Call Out Culture Podcast with Zilla, Curly Castro, and Alaska.
2: Make sure you check out my new record, Goom, fully produced by Flu
1: and available on vinyl through Tough Kong Records. And remember, you are nothing and I am everything.
0: It's that time again. We're back. Career Crooks, me and Small Professor. New album, Never at Peace, available now worldwide, streaming on all platforms, very, very, very limited pieces of merch left. You can scoop it at wreckingcrew.bandcamp.com. If you've heard the Live from the Liar Notes episode, you know what it is, you know what we're about. If you haven't, go back and keep it. Play with new record featuring Shrapnel, I Alive, and Donovan Days, Blueprint, DJ Manipulator, and that's, and that's all she wrote. We're back. Yeah. Me and Small, pro, small pro, never at peace. Career crooks available now. Cool. I called your podcast. We're back here. Lost cause. Um, what up? What up? Man? Uh, yeah, man. So we thought of you again because we're going to do Will Smith, former near West Philly guy. Castro is a current West mm-hmm. Philly guy. So being as though you were coming of age in West Philly when Will Smith was taking off. I, I think we're, I think you and I are the same age. um. So I was, I remember my first interaction with Will Smith being like hearing him on like kids radio, <laughs> like mm-hmm. knowing, you know, uh, I think I could beat Mike Tyson nightmare on my street, you know, parents mm-hmm. just don't understand. Mm-hmm. But that was again, like singles on radio during the day where my parents in the car could turn it up with me and we're all like having a jolly good time. But yeah. what, what was, what was the, the vibe in West Philly? At the beginning of the Will Smith run and Jeff,
2: um, I think there was excitement around it, but you know, at the same time, there was also you know the whole pop art movement was popping off at the same Ooh, time, and that was art. that was more that was more like was the the street stuff. So you had the Steady Bees, the Cool C's, you know, a little bit later on with the youngsters. But I mean, it was a, it was a everybody um, felt like you know we were in the position to. Um, really turn this area because it wasn't just, I was in, I'm from Hilltop. He's from Winfield. That's literally separated by a bridge. You know what I'm saying? Like Overbrook High School is right here. And then the bridge is separated by that. But it really felt like we like became like this new, like, I guess how maybe people in Atlanta felt when Atlanta started really popping off. You got to understand, like if you weren't from New York, um, all the rappers that were coming out of Philly, they were like from our neighborhood, you know? So it was very exciting. And Will Smith and, and Jeff, they're a little bit older than me. I was super young. You know, they they start popping off in like 86, 87, 88. So I'm, you know, eight, nine years old at this time. But I just remember the excitement of, you know, just a lot of guys from the neighborhood on TV every day and, and feeling like, damn, yo, we could do that. We we can it's it's different when it's like, yo, we see these guys around. You know, we've seen them um, grind it out and and become like superstars bro like you Mm, couldn't tell me these weren't the largest motherfuckers in the world and Will and Jeff were like you know um they were levels above everyone else because of the more commercial success you know Cool C had you know Glamorous Life and all that other stuff they were on like BET yeah but like Will and them were like MTV prime time bro That shit was like mind-blowing and you know of course everyone um, and that's something that I've never done and will never do is act like, you know, they were best friends with them, and you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? My, I love my uncle to death, but he loves to mention that he went to to, to high school with Will Smith, and I'm like, yeah, but every like time, and it comes up every time around. Over, Over, up,
0: Overbrook is time. like,
2: Overbrook is like a fucking castle of a school, so there's like 800 kids. Like, I'm sure, like, you know, um, you, didn't, you didn't rub elbows with them like that, but yeah, man, I mean, like I said, it was just, it was super surreal to see guys from the neighborhood um becoming over like rap stars dude like that shit is still to this day like you know aside from you know state prop but i don't it wasn't it wasn't even that large state prop wasn't wasn't as large as like will smith Mm. dj jazzy jeff and the fresh prince like parents just don't understand like those videos like with the graffiti and the Mm, you know lady shaking the stick like that's iconic bro
3: that when you rap
0: over I dream a genie you're getting you get the right. bag, bro. You getting the money. Straight up. Straight up, man. Just and they were I'm like saying.
3: classic hip-hop videos with like the parents just don't understand each one was like a little different set mm-hmm. on a on a stage I remember no the one, car I'm ones.
2: surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised no one's recreated. We that made video that now. Nah, like, yeah. Uh,
0: big Sean you know did saying? well. He did the Fresh Ooh. Prince one for ass, 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 ass. Remember that shit? Did he? Oh, yeah, Big Sean redid out. the video. Where he's sitting okay. on the he he, he recreates the title sequence from Fresh Prince where he's on the throne and the camera okay. spin. It's all like the eighties uh, graffiti. He okay, redid it, okay. but that's it. But Reef, you okay. remember um, a couple like maybe come a couple, couple months ago they were filming the Fresh Prince reboot right. at the park right. down here by us, yep. which is really even more surreal. Castro yeah. w- in Brooklyn, like what was the what was the vibe from New Yorkers about Jazzy Jeff and, and from Fresh Prince? Um.
3: The singles, of course, but man, see, as far as like New Yorkers go, I'm a little older than I might be a few years older than y'all.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um so when Will was popping, I was like, was that 86? Y'all 87? Yeah. I was I was 80, 10. Yeah. I was 10. So you would group Will with um Kid and Play mm, very or right. um or some pieces of special eds catalog. So there was always right. like you know, the safe and kind of clean hip hop mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that um, would get played. And I also remember, like, I used to go to a lot of house parties, basement parties and stuff. And yep. there was a lot of dancing and, and duos and stuff. And so Fresh Prince music would be played to dance, too. Because if I'm not mistaken, he had a couple of songs with, like, a break in it. Oh, and yes. so then you do your Running Man or whatever. Just like I said, so you were grouped. I remember Prince being group with, with Kid and Play, specifically in mm. my mind, in my neighborhood. But that diminished it, I mean, because I felt like he was a they were they were stronger artists and they were touring more. Yes. But with 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 solidified it, obviously is the show because Kid and play with doing movies. And then once Will got the show, then it was like, okay, these are those type of MCs, mm-hmm. those three in particular. Um like brand new funk and all that stuff, that didn't really make its way up until later, like when you mm-hmm. would like dive into his catalog and stuff. So I remember not thinking he was like. A lyricist, I just remember him. Um he, I felt like Will's, Will, excuse me, I felt like Prince was like an MC, he was moving the crowd. That's mm-hmm. what it's saying, like the kid and play stuff, like you know, dance a little bit, yeah, say something, fly, wear fly, do a little, you know, and then DJ would take it out. So that's that's pretty much what it was. He was just one of many, I, cause I remember we had like special ed, so mm-hmm. you know, it, there was no comparison as far as we was concerned, like <laughs> from what. And um, yeah, so that's pretty much what it was. It was like Saturday morning rap.
0: Probably- <laughs> Saturday morning rap. So after I like when I started the Will Smith book, the, and I recommend that everyone check it out. It is fucking incredible. Um, when you the first hundred plus pages just outline his life in West Philly and growing up and just his home life. And then you get into like the industry shit and you get into him and Jeff you get into all the people they did shows with from like Mantronics to Kane to them opening for a bit, for public enemy and two live crew on tour. Mm-hmm. And he said how every night Chuck D would have a stunt man dressed as a Klansman and would hang him on stage. Like the eighties <laughs> nice. were crazy, bro. <laughs> um, so I highly recommend awesome. the book. Okay. He goes into the, like all the raps, the eighties rap shit we've always dreamed of. Like he goes into excruciating detail about it. But the coolest thing is I went back and listened to all of the Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff albums, and I only ever heard the singles. And I think I heard home base like front to back, but I never heard. He's a DJ. I'm the rapper front to back uh, in this corner. Rock the house. So I listened to all their shit up until Code Red, which had like boom, shake the room, which was my shit. Boom, 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 shake, shake the room. Tick, 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 boom. With
3: the black, black, black
0: jacket. Yes.
2: for me yet well yo are y'all ready for me yet well yo are y'all ready for me yet well here i go here i go here i here
0: i go so when you listen to jazzy jeff and fresh prince albums there's like four songs they make and then they just keep repeating them to get a 12 song album the first song they make is i'm fly incredible i'm the coolest fucking dude in the world you know i'm bragging out my ass type song the second song is the story song Mm-hmm. And in all of Will's stories, he loses. He's never the mm. victor in any of the stories he makes. But when he makes wow. the braggadocio song, I'm fly. No one can fuck with us. Charlie Mack first out the limo. I'm handsome. Right. Mm-hmm. But every story is I'm the loser. Then you have never thought about that. That's right. So real. It's yeah. crazy. And then you have the third song is no one's better than Jeff. So then he has the back and forth (laughs) with him and Jeff, and then he has the ready Roxy and actually my beatbox is better than you. So he makes those four songs like over and over and over again. Right. And when you listen to the albums, it's like none of the albums, they all stand out in terms of like, which one is just produced better than the other one. Because I, I think Castro to your point, like they were party rockers. That was their thing. Like we make fucking people get going and I flex a little bit, and that's the album. Twelve of them joints, thirteen of those songs. We move on to the next one, and the I think he said like either the first or second album. I think he's the DJ on the rapper. That shit went triple platinum.
2: It's just a classic, bro. I triple. got that shit for Christmas. Christmas man, when I was like, yeah, that shit was like. I think it was I'm bad. Yeah, I had that on tape. Yeah, a bigger, bigger endeavor, and and he's the DJ. on the rapper on tape. I'll never forget it. Yeah, I had, that on, I had
3: that one on tape. I, I remember boring. just
0: having it in my tape array. I had it. Yeah, like brand new is on that one. That one's incredible. And then the, the follow up in this corner, which had I think I think I could beat Mike Tyson. is like a huge drop off. And he talks about yeah. in the book how it's such a flop that I was telling Castro their booking rate dropped 70 percent to mm. do shows. Right. They were cooked. And so that led him to do the TV show. Because in his right. mind, he's like, our music career is over. Like, why would we do music? Right. We're 20 years old. Our, we're done. We're finished, right? right. Um, which
2: in hip-hop at that time was kind of like, the, you know, you get two, maybe three. Maybe three.
6: Out of here. Yep. Maybe three.
0: So the first album hits when they're 17. By the time he's 20, he's a has-been in rap. Right. Which at that right. point, what, 1990? How old is rap in 1990? 10 years old? 12 years old?
3: Yeah, but that's like um I remember that period he, he uh, he's getting a little older and so is right. Jeff. So they don't have that teenage youthful exuberance thing that they had going with the with you know more of a clean face. Right. And if you remember, they're wearing like the flat jackets and camouflage. While well, that's funny, that parallels to what MC Hammer was trying to do. Mm. Or what um um reef mentioned them early with the youngsters when they went to the Philly Funksters like that let's darken our look.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Wow. Um right. But oh, it, yeah, it, and it was funny because it was all in look only, but it was never with the sounds. These right. people never like changed the sound, no, they were doing or never change the song, no, no, they I'll, never, I'll and this. they didn't
2: change the sound. And then, like you know, like you said, the I can't, I, you know, the uh, I think I can beat Mike Tyson. Aside from that, I don't even remember any other songs from that record, really. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think that the you know, the, the aside from the fact that. The first, the, the, he's a DJ, I'm the rapper, was just a, it was a monster of a record, you know, it really was, yeah. was. And I think you know you can't, can't follow that shit up with just some half ass shit. And I think that's what they did. They you know? did. And, rap and in at the, that the, time, yes. there wasn't no coming back. You know what I mean? Yeah, so
0: that was '89. So that album, is, yeah. that album is that album is and and in this corner, that one has but Mike Tyson. It's got a song called "The Girlie Had a Mustache." And then it has a soul called who stole my car again, like he's losing. Right. And all the right. stories, he's right. the loser. Right. right. And so That's he talked book. about like that album. They were feeling themselves so much. He bought a mansion in Lower Marion. He had a fucking mm-hmm. basketball court in his living room. He had a jacuzzi in the and in, like in, in the floor of his like dining room. Like he was just balling out of control. He had three mm-hmm. cars. He went nuts. And then they blew all their money in the studio in Barbados like didn't record shit for three weeks, just like eating chicken fingers and getting drunk and then had to scramble back and do the album in a week in Jeff's mom's basement because they were over budget. And then the album just was a dud. So uh, I guess then like, what do you guys think? Like, because I thought about this too. He didn't say in the book, but I was thinking that is the theme song to Fresh Prince the most played and most heard rap song of all time.
2: I, mean, I, I would say I don't I, know too many other Go ahead, brother my
4: bad
3: yeah no I, I, I would say no just because of the 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 amount of one hit wonders that rap had accumulated at that mm-hmm. point so like I wish I was a little bit taller like these are things that but think
0: about it, but that show was getting 20
3: million viewers but there were the songs like that were in every commercial young you know young MC song these the beats and the songs are in a lot of commercials. Like that's what I'm that's what I mean. And when it when it I get built, what you're saying, the rap one hit one deuce, had a lot, like really
0: long stretch of like life. But what I'm saying is like w- just on one Sunday, that song is being played in front of 20 million people. And the show yeah, was no, on I for get, like six, seven that. years. That's only that. the only reason I'm thinking about it. Like, you know, back then when everyone that just song, only had five channels. Never-
3: I don't know. Was that ever officially released on like? Was there a TV no
0: no no? Soundtrack? It's not like a single, but I'm just saying like it's a song that has a it has a beginning, middle, and end. You know what I mean? Like he said, where he's going, where he's from. But no, in you talking you
2: talking talk about the amount of people that have heard that song over the the time right compared
0: time. to like most yeah. other rap songs ever made? Like is but that I've the just, most because it's heard? the
2: beginning of a, of
3: a show? I still look at it as like a jingle,
0: like an intro. Because oh, right.
3: that's what I'm doing. Z. So like right. I'm I got thinking yeah, yeah. of um like for instance family matters which was no words i know that you know what i'm saying bye, bye, bye. and then if i'm not mistaken isn't that the same on full house wasn't that the same song uh no they
0: no, say, no they had a the different same, joint
2: they had a different song but it was the same that the the composer of every show on that on on that TGIF. Yep. It was the same production company and they got the same guy to send step a by different step. version of Elvis. Oh. So shout out to that guy. I hope he caked up Gosh. off that shit. Yo, he made he did bread. step-by-step. Step. He did Family Matters. He did Full House. And it was Ooh. all like, we're gonna make it today. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yo,
0: yo, you got to do your next mixtape. Is that shit? You got, you got yo, yo, I'm that. 80's that shit. I'm
2: jacking that shit. They buy, exactly. I bet you they gave him
3: five thousand piece for each joint, and that's it. Right. They no always like thing.
0: show someone like walking in a doorway and like looking at the camera, like "Oh, you're here!" Like that was like starring. Right. Right. Oh, right. You're here. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But it's as far as the Fresh Love Prince theme goes, the I will say, I will say, aside from, you know, maybe Rich Medina and one of them throwing on like the Sanford and Son mm. jingle at a party right. just to kind of like you know, right. I'll say. That the, I've I've never heard any other uh, TV show jingle played at parties, and they play the Fresh Prince. John. Good point. Great point. Almost kind, almost kind of to be ironic sometimes. But right. I've heard that join at like clubs and shit, and I've always yeah. been like, oh my god. But that's how I mean. It's just it's ingrained in the culture. You know what I mean? And that show, like, I mean, talk about. I will give you this. I will give juggernaut. you this. Oof.
3: The memorization. Yes. Like how we know um hip hop to hippity. Yes. We know, and, that's my and, point. And some of us know white lines by right. heart. I, I know that. And a couple of others, you know, in there. So, yeah, I think I think you could slot that in in terms of like memorized Right. Uh, yeah. The yes. most memorized song in hip hop, like other those, right. those
0: staples we're talking about. You know, okay, scenario. So, so then, right. You know, well, but that's not even touching Will, though. You know what I mean? Like we know it because we're rap motherfuckers, but like regular ass people knowing, no, oh, this is a story. Oh, you know what I mean? Like that is a different level of. I'll put it with um, people knowing that shit.
3: I'll put it with a because I think I, I think a lot of people know Slick Rick's.
0: Um, mm, Children's story, nah. Or David Craig, okay. Only I, I'm saying like outside of hip hop culture, people. Knowing Slick Rick, I, I think I think, I, I think they know. I think they know Montel Jordan more than they know the Slick Rick shit. This is how we do it, shit. You know, what I mean, a lot of people know Children's Story. A lot. I just, I just don't know if it's touching Will,
3: because you're using the you're, you're going by based on the TV. So platform. by the platform,
0: you know, the platform of. But, fresh all
3: right, press. the same the same way that I brought up like white white lines and certain songs that you know TV didn't really help them out. Right. I, I'm just going with the what's what's the most memorized hip-hop song slash jingle because mm. that's where we are coming from yes like who knows all of those words Yes, that one would probably at the top because it's shortest or like juicy weekend. a lot of
0: people know juicy i feel like juicy i feel like juicy like hit that space too over time or maybe maybe, maybe like lose that, yourself the
2: bar the bar don't
3: <laughs> arms are sweaty yeah.
0: knees weak the oh, spaghetti whatever the fuck is. Yeah. I, I feel that
2: i feel that i do i feel like i feel like if i walk up to you know a, a random midwestern middle-aged man at the airport and i just go in west philadelphia i feel yep. like he's going to finish that bar you know yeah, what i mean yeah that's he's all i'm going to finish that yeah. shit off the top you know what i mean yeah. he so go no fucking that, yeah. i feel like that's that's the impact i feel like that song has had you know what i mean i like feel any, every anyone who's watched tv over the last 20 years, it might even be longer than that. Jeez. Yep.
3: 30,
0: 30. Than that? yeah, 30? 30, ah, damn, 30, 30. I'm getting old, getting we're getting Yeah, we're, we're in this stage of our lives where, like, I'll put on like NBA TV and it will be like 1990 All Star game where Michael Jordan scores, and I'm like, yo, that was 30 years ago.
3: Yo, all I do is watch <laughs> that was 30 years ago. So 90, I go on YouTube and search for full games. You want to know what <laughs> I was watching today? The You're watching 19? Derek
0: Harper who locking you down
3: close, Fat close. Lever. 1992 first Yo, round but but but
2: but 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 the generation like the generation before us that was the old the old heads from the generation before us they looked older, right? Because I feel like when yes. I was a kid and I looked at people my age now, I, I thought they looked mad like old. And it was I a thought, hairstyle thing. No, yeah, no, no, it was no, a hairstyle hair hair thing.
3: Because...
0: And a lot of cigarettes. <laughs> Everyone was smoking cigarettes, dog. That's Everyone true. was chain smoking. The Sherman
3: Hemsley was very much accepted <laughs> right. to even oh, athletes. Right. Yeah, you're your right. man Nate Thurman, your man right. Nate Thurman right. was rocking that in oh. the game. Had, like,
2: the, like the shag, like, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah World Be yeah, Free type shit. Yeah, World Be Free was holding on. Drexler held on.
0: Drexler right? had Carm like the, um,
3: the sharp peaks. Yeah, they, they yeah, were holding Carm, on. They
0: were trying holding that peak. You're the right. jagged peaks. Yeah. Scott Skiles.
3: But now nowadays, we people <laughs> just... Scott Skiles. <laughs> nowadays, oh, he had the wisp. He had the little wisp. Like, cotton yeah. candy. Cotton yeah. candy swirl.
0: <laughs> he looked like a mob accountant, man. But he nowadays, yeah. even
3: white guys, bald, bald yeah, Kareem,
2: was wild. Kareem Kareem had the mo from the Simpsons like you know what I mean yeah like, he did <laughs> yeah he did. Cast,
0: it wasn't helping they weren't helping themselves We, but we now we, now we cast we up their head progress your man exactly. Caruso. oh yeah it's, it's, but it's I still don't thing. think it works Andre yo, Andre Agassi thing. was the tipping point though
3: yeah. soon as Andre yeah. Agassi
0: did it white yeah, member well, like word he well no like 33. After, but
3: we didn't know he was still rocking the wigs before he like, we didn't know yeah
0: the wig game because that for his head was special. his head was glorious
2: what do you say he as far, as like, was as, far fly, as like yo. big, as far as sports reveals go, like that that one really crushed me, man. And I was like, damn, for real, nothing's real, man. Nothing, nothing's real. Was, wasn't dog. he doing like, was he
3: doing hair products? I think he did like Pert like Plus a or some out, shit. Man. Yeah. yeah. Because his hair people, was like the specimen. People, you know
2: what I'm saying? Dudes, dudes in the 80s were going to, to hairstylists going, give me the Agassi. You know what I'm saying? Mm, it Agassiz.
0: wasn't
4: even real. Bro.
2: They weren't asking. Yo, and we they didn't know that his, his headband was they like a rubber
0: band holding that Samper's. shit. In place, Yo,
4: bro. how funny is <laughs> yep. that? How funny <laughs> it was
3: that? It was a rubber and band. They weren't, they weren't asking for the Pete Sampras slash Jufro. Nah, no, though, right, they weren't asking nah, an we for, the want, for the We want Agassi, yo, or,
0: or the John McEnroe curly Jr. Ma- nah, we, we like nah.
3: We want Agassi <laughs> <'Cause it's his laughs> yeah, Yo,
0: if 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 that sweatband would have got it skewed a little bit, his whole shit would have just been tilting live. On it's L that we oh.
3: never. It's L. He played them long tennis matches and it never failed. Him. That's like, what I'm like, saying. We never had a malfunction.
2: He, that, never. They, they he, had that shit right. That's glued it, oh. you know, he on. Had some, he had. Some, he had somebody that's that. Their job was specifically yes. to make sure that shit didn't come
0: off. Yes. Wig You're fired. Yes. The wig So no, check it. I was watching.
2: Um, I was
3: watching 1992 first round Cleveland Cavaliers versus New Jersey Nets. Was
0: was Mark Price still on that team? I'm Mark in. Price and Steve yes. Kerr were
3: the starting backcourt. Fuck Steve yeah, Kerr started in that series for them.
0: over KJ or no? KJ, no, not they KJ traded KJ, KJ. Trade. Okay.
3: over. Um, uh, over Craig Brandon. Lowe. No, they put Craig, Craig Elo, Elo back, okay. bitch ass, back on the bench.
0: Craig yeah, ass back to the bench. <laughs> Jordan had to go against Craig Elo, where like, Jordan's the goat. I'm like, look who's guarding this man, Craig Elo, bro. They have like bro. forty.
3: They have like forty duels. Like he played him <laughs> all the Elo. time. Craig Elo. get the fuck out of there. All school the time
2: jersey with the fucking orange cap, the blue and the yeah, yeah. I got a hat like that, but I, I'm, I might be a jersey, a jersey, nasty. I mean,
0: Yo, I need that. Yeah. So anyway, going back to Will for a second, right? So we're talking about Fresh Prince. I want to take a, 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 a off the beaten path, right? Because when that shit came out, you know, it was the biggest shit. I remember, like, seeing when they premiered the song Summertime Live at the end of one of the Fresh Prince episodes, I, I which would, is I'm a, I'm a masterpiece. Be, a
3: confession to make. When you first started, because mm-hmm. I was particular, I didn't like his high school persona, how he was
0: in the school. That kind of pissed with me the, off. With the jacket inside out? Yeah, the then, yeah. like,
3: look, look, I was I went to school with specific instructions. Don't embarrass me. Like, I, I wasn't throwing <laughs> wads of piss. So when I would see that as a role model, because, you know, he was on TV, mm-hmm. I thought it was just kind of corny because, again, he's the star. So he remember he used to there weren't too many academic uh, episodes, but right. he would find a way mm-hmm. to squeeze through. So I, I cool. actually that was that was a little off putting to me, just how I was in terms of like authority in school. I didn't like I didn't like that angle. Mm. I
2: didn't like yeah, that. I think the whole the whole bite. I mean, not bite, but the whole. I think it was uh, was old boy. Uh, Carl, he was supposed to be Zach Morris. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yes, yes, yes. He was. You know what I mean? Yes. yes. Good especially call. in the high school,
3: that's a great pull, Reeve. especially the high school stuff, with the mm. mischief and the girls. Yeah, yeah. But he they- was, uh, yeah, but he, but he always
2: got by somehow. Yeah, right. Know what I mean? But but they, you know, <laughs> they cut that quick.
3: If y'all noticed the high school stuff is like maybe first season and you don't really see it more unless it's like a main thing. Cause I remember, um, yeah, I don't remember it much after that. A couple of things. It was like, who was that Garcia Bove. One of them was young. He was getting out right. one of them. And then, um, yeah, a little bit, I guess. I don't remember that many classroom scenes though. I just
0: feel like, I remember him in the school with the inside out jacket and then wearing the tie on his head and then but that was taking it. the fucking pills, doing speed and shit. Oh you God, I, mean? I forgot about that. Like, that, I, I that's why I love that. that Danny Brown line. Off them same pills that had Carlton dancing fast. Like, that's one of the funniest <laughs> folks, <laughs> like. Because then I remember them, the outside scenes were, like, um at the Peacock.
3: Then he started working at the Peacock and he went to college.
0: But that was, the yeah, the college joint. He was dating, like, Tyra Banks. Yeah. And the along and all that shit. And then him and Carlton had, like, the beach house and all that shit. Yeah, but, like, yeah, yeah. this is what I want to go take. I want to make a left turn, though, right? I remember, like, you know, watching the show. I he's the coolest fucking guy in the world. You know, I'm, like, 10 years old. But I remember when I saw Six Degrees of Separation.
3: Yep. Yeah, where mind. I was like,
0: ooh, what? Where he wasn't Will Smith anymore or Fresh Prince. He was like this other dude. He like shaved his mustache. Mm-hmm. And he was like going toe to toe with like Donald Sutherland and like Stockard mm-hmm. Channing. It was like this like well-to-do con man. Did you guys ever see that mm-hmm. shit? Yep.
2: I, I saw it many, many, many years ago. But I, I definitely I remember it vividly. Impressed by his performance in that for sure. He was very impressive.
0: But, yeah, I mean, he, you
3: know, the, the fact that they took the angle of him seducing everybody, the men and women, both.
0: Yep. That was our was Remember that? He thing. would hear, like, like there was, like, a gay scene right. back then, which yeah, he, was, like, No, he pulled taboo. the curtain.
3: He pulled the curtain on that carriage with yes. his phone in. It. And I remember being like, oh, you do this? Yes. I just I remember just being like, oh, wow. I was very impressed. Yeah. I feel
2: like that was one of those things that, you know, guys that, uh, not just guys, but women, too, in that where they're kind of on the, on the not taken very serious by Hollywood. They kind of want to do something like that to show that they can, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's interesting.
4: He picked that as one of his his first joints.
2: Same way that, um, I think that was like his first joint.
4: That
0: was his first first He said, so in the book, he said his manager, JL, who grew up down the street from him and Jeff and went to Temple, he's like an accountant dude who's now still, he, he runs over Brook Entertainment with him. But he came to him with all the scripts that were coming in and he said, yo, they're 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 gonna give you a movie. You can get ten million dollars. This would be his first movie, and he's like, it's called Eight Heads in a Duffel Bag, and he was wow. like, it's a I ten million movie. Yeah, with Joe Pesci. You ever see that one, Castro? Yeah, I I don't. I remember
6: the movie. And so remember.
0: his manager is like, Yo, it's a ten million dollar payday, which means I'm gonna get one point five because I get fifteen percent, and you cannot do this movie. So he talked Mm. him out of making the bag in 1993. He's like, but this other movie, you should do it. And it was Six Degrees of Separation. Mm. Will was like, I did that movie for three hundred thousand dollars.
4: Right.
0: Talk about leaving money on the fucking table. But he's he said he went like so deep into like method acting and being that Mm. guy for months and months and months that he he then became he fell in love with Stocker Channing in real life. Because he was (laughs) so in that space, (laughs) and he said he's never done method acting again. So, but I'm glad both of you guys have seen that. So then I want to go to the next step. Then, which was, if you're a longtime Philly person, uh, this was a big staple on the Prism Network. Bad Boys Mm -hmm. movie. The Bad Boys, the movie.
2: Yeah,
4: yeah,
0: that That shit hit. Here's my thing with
3: Bad Boys: is I think people don't realized that they were taking a piss at those
0: type of movies. Mm. Mm. Michael so, Bay's like, first movie ever.
3: But the, they were making fun of those type of movies. The one shot in particular was when they were chasing the um, the people out and Will started running down the street. His shirt yeah, is open. Yeah. And the camera comes camera. and swirls around them and it is breathing and just, it, it does this big upturn.
0: Mm.
3: Like that was a joke.
0: I assure you it's not. A, it wasn't a joke. In the book, he Michael Bay did it to be like, I'm going to make you a fucking movie star with this scene. And Will was like, not into it. And Michael Bay is like, well, can you just have like a shirt? He wanted to make him run shirtless. And Will was like, that's he was like, that's ridiculous making me just run without a shirt, even though he was like in great shape. He's like, okay, what if you're like had a a shirt blowing open? And Will was so embarrassed, but he said like this is actually funny as shit. He was like his whole life when he started acting, he's like, I always noticed my in every movie and show I saw anytime someone ran fast, they look stupid as fuck in movies and shows, you know, what mm-hmm. I mean, like Schwarzenegger, looked dumb as shit. Bruce, they all look terrible. He was like, he learned how to run like a track star. So in that scene, he looks like he's booking really quick because yeah. he learned how to look like a runner. But he didn't want to do that part. And Michael Bay was like, no, you're going to be a fucking worldwide star if we do this, if we show your chest. Mm-hmm. So they did it. And he was like, that's what happened, right? But you would think, like, think it was... But that's Michael Bay. Like, everything about oh, no. that dude is like over the top. But outside of that part, like that movie was on Prism Network every fucking afternoon. I come home from school and just watch bad boys, dude.
2: Man, that shit was great. I thought I thought, I mean, Martin was just Will was great, but Martin was just, I mean, yeah, that was peak Martin Lawrence, man. Like he was like
3: they Showing were chewing the scenery team up, stealing everything together.
4: Yeah, yeah
2: they, they were great contrasts, tall, short. You know what I'm saying? Like the the smooth playboy, the family man. Like they they got they got all the action movie tropes done. They even done. got the
3: color. They even got the colorism right. It was light. It was dark. <laughs> yeah, you don't yeah, think about true, it, but too. they did do that. I don't. Nah, don't think true. about it that's consciously, true. but they did like, that.
0: Yo, yeah, man, you got true. you got too much bass in your voice. You got ton we were wondering if we could <laughs> borrow some brown sugar. <laughs> sugar. Yeah, yeah sugar. That the best, dude. They they that movie is like because at the time the last one. I didn't see the, I heard don't, it's like don't is it no don't, good? Yeah, don't. first no,
3: off no there's a weird thing where um that uh Martin's going through with his uh like his jowls and stuff so some scenes he's more swollen than others well he's like it fifth looks, years up it looks kind of weird
4: this
3: looks, looks weird like <laughs> It is so, so that so I remember watching pieces of it and I'm very distracted by like his jaws. It looks like a little chipmunk with nuts in his in his cheeks. And I'm just like oh God. And it's like, you know, because when cats gain weight, it it's not bad if you gain a proportion. But right. if it's just right. like in your face or if you just get a big belly, it looks really awkward. And remember, we always knew Martin is like a you
0: know, small, small yes. yeah, run tell that all that shit.
3: I mean, shoot, even in the Martin show, he's the shortest one on the show, even yeah. shorter than the girls, which you never really noticed. So um yeah, the last one is kind of a hard. That's that's a hard watch. I think it's like uh Beverly Hill Cop Three. That's oof, what I would put it. Yeah, uh, really? Oof, oof. Yeah, that's a disaster. So, it's like one of those you got to kind of power through or something like that. Yeah. So
0: uh, all right, yeah. I mean, I I have to. I'm one of those people. I'm a completist. I have You're to watch the entire you. series, even if it's bad. Yeah. So See, I don't, all right, my, I don't
3: remember it. three. Uh, was is this three? Is that one we're, we're talking yeah, about? that's three. Right? For life. That came so, out like a couple years. Ago. My yeah. problem with was to that whole going to Cuba with the that was
0: heat. that was it was
3: way out they, they they it was like extra they 15 minutes 15. like look, no longer on. that was like
0: 45 they just tacked that on
3: but why didn't yeah. didn't didn't they already catch the people and the states and like well, I thought that, that was everything. not
2: even that but the fact that like they're fucking city cops and like the CIA's like whatever you need man <laughs> <laughs> they you remember that like the, yes. the, they had the, like the, the all the all the agencies joined forces yep. like, whatever you need man let's do this
0: they're going to fly to Cuba up. where they have no clearance yeah. to go to a fucking country driving
3: tanks and, and they, and they are driving saying? Humvees through a favela. Yeah. Like, you know, that's yeah, all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Like yeah. what was, and then what is
2: Gabrielle union? Right.
4: She's a yeah, little, yeah. Sister. It reminds me of
2: that, uh, on the, on the, uh, I think was it the, yeah, the office, Michael Scott, he's talking about diehard. And he was like, you know, diehard one, he was just a regular cop with his feet cut <laughs> trying to kill some bad guys. By Die Hard Four, he's driving a motorcycle into the engine of a plane. Played, you know yeah.
4: I mean?
2: like <laughs> That was Bad Boys Two. The leap from Bad Boys One to Bad Boys Two. Yeah.
0: You know what's funny too? In the book, uh, he talks about, and we forget this now because it's been twenty-five years. But when Independence Day came out, it was one of the biggest grossing was movies was ever. Huge movie.
3: Huge. I don't think people went to the movies twice to see it but multiple, i remember yeah, they did went.
0: no they did everyone no, back no, then, no, we, we would go to movies multiple times there wasn't shit there wasn't yeah but i was i was
3: i never watched a movie unless it called for it to watch it more than once and that was a movie you watch once that's what but i thought it, it.
0: like it was like a top five movie ever no it was a huge movie years. july 4th weekend it was a july 4th yes. weekend
3: cause it dropped
2: on the third that started his july 4th range <laughs> right? yep. Yes. yep. yep yep
0: and then after that, it was like Men in Black. And then he talked about, like, linking with track masters to do the fucking soundtrack and then the song. Did he tell you
3: about turning on the Matrix to do wild, wild shit?
0: I mean, West. No, yeah. no. He turned...
3: He, he was going to be Neo? That? He was supposed to be yeah. Neo. Instead, he took... And Sean Connery was going to
0: be Morpheus. He didn't talk about the Matrix Word? in the book. Yeah, oh, Sean man. Connery passed on Matrix. And then because he yeah. fucked it up, he realized how much... He turned down Lord of the Rings and Matrix, Sean Connery. And then he was but like... the thing about the thing did about League Will of Extraordinary in Gentlemen instead.
3: Yep. But oh, the thing about Will no. in, the, in the Matrix, you needed you needed somebody overwhelmed. True. So, like, Keanu had to play, like, smart <gasps> dumb. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like, a little bit of well, it wasn't too, He wasn't too much airhead, but it was like, you needed somebody being overwhelmed. Will okay. wouldn't have played it that way. I don't That's think so. That's a good so. point.
0: I never thought about that. Yeah. But, like, overall, though, like, you know, between, like, Men in Black and, you know, even if you had mixtape, I Am Legend, like, what... How When you look at it, that run he had, where he just dominated for years and years, and in between he had like getting jiggy with it, and the mm-hmm. fucking Wild Wild West song with Cool Modi and all that shit. Like this dude was inescapable from basically yeah. 1990 he was, he was, until was, whatever.
2: Yeah, he was. He he he. What not was he? Is one of the most biggest biggest stars this planet has ever seen. The type of success and fame that that Will Smith has is, you know. Point zero 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 one percent of people who lived on Earth will ever experience that. You know his yeah. his whole shit is is you know it's unexplainable. You know what I mean? It's it's not one of those things that obviously he works hard, but a lot of that is just kind of you know in the stars, man. You know what I mean? The fact that he had the run that he had, and now he's kind of like settling into the elder statement. He's got his paper. Mm -hmm. he's doing you know the movies he wants to do he's putting out the book and I just love seeing him aging gracefully man and he seems more open than ever you know what I mean yeah
0: Yeah. Castro what what do you I mean what was like your breaking point when you were like like all right what 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 was the time moment you're like I'm in on this dude and when were you like I'm out on this dude
3: well I mean like um like because like I said I was if I had to I grouped them with Kid and Play, and I right. prefer Kid, Kid and Play, but also they got into the movies first, so like you were kind of, if you liked the artist that was doing movies, you end up liking them more because you're seeing them more. And then when Will did the show and he started doing movies, like I was always cool with him. Um, I always expected him to do like some hit song. I appreciated that, that he was going to do some hip-hop hit song on the right. movies he was in, so that was cool. But then it's like he's been doing this for so long, that we the law of averages. Mm. So like seven pounds is not really that good. Neither is um uh hitch or whatever that's called. So he's doing enough movies where he's gonna pick some duds, right? You know, um after earth really bad. Yeah, that's, um, that's rough. But now, you know, I, I just I appreciate his curation. I am legend, I love iRobot. That's like I guess that might be my favorite of his is I robot. Mm, really? Yeah, I love oh, iRobot yeah the asimov shit um,
0: oh yeah i don't think i've seen that since it came out i am I'm yeah robot. I, I had a bad experience in the theater with that one so i remember this story yeah i remember that. I'm that, not that, telling that's, that story. On, that's on the castro album fidel yeah. on the song Minefield. field if you want to run that back you want to know what happened when i went to see our robot uh, yes <laughs> but yeah
3: so so i never was really out i just was um indifferent until this, this news cycle, there was one reef enlightened about him being open and he's giving like life advice and parachuting and stuff. I like all of this. And his, his kids are old enough where they're out giving their gifts to the world, his wife the same. So it's it's good to see. It's good to see a successful black man age gracefully and still be impactful. We always want to see that. We never want to see anything happen or they get derailed. Right. Um, I didn't watch King Richard yet. Um didn't you watch I like Bright? Bright? Yeah, I like Bright. You and like right. Okay. Ali. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like,
0: I gotta, I gotta go back and watch Ali again. I haven't seen it since it came out. Then
3: it was that one. reboot was mean, that one. He was the soccer coach or whatever that one.
0: Who was that one? I
2: don't remember that
4: one. Soccer. <laughs> he was, coach. Like,
3: yeah. He, he was like, this, I remember uh, the one where
2: he was like the African doctor and he was like. Concussion. The concussion. Waxing. The concussion thing. <laughs> like a movie about concussions. Like, that oh, that, shit, that's man. what I'm confessing. <laughs> it. That's what I thought it was. It's that one.
3: That was I a Redbox yeah. shit. That was a Redbox Oh, definitely. That was a Redbox.
2: Yeah, man. I don't know if, like, you know, um, I, I'm just I'm just curious because there's very few people. I might, you know, Denzel's Ooh. catalog has you know a very small amount of duds. The catalog has a very small amount of mm-hmm. I just wonder sometimes, like after you've made all the big hits and you've done all that, like does something happen to where you just start getting shittier scripts or what? Because mm-hmm. I feel like there's an opportunity for him to, you know, um Take this next phase and really make like some like really dope shit. Like he doesn't have to make, you know what I'm right. saying? He mm-hmm. Down with like eight twenty four and do like a Ooh. uncut gems type shit. You know what I'm Ooh. saying? Like he can, he can do some, he can do something. He can he can wild out with it now. I want to yeah. see that. I want to see that. Will in in a movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, am supposed to play the Django. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm.
0: But turn it something, down. Not
2: something in something in that house where he's like killing motherfuckers and you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I, I really, so really he played dead shot. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What? Like, yeah, why I mean, did they, they replace him with in, in the next one? With oh, it, it was a different character. That was a
3: it was different, different, character. Oh, it, a different it, character. Yeah. And, it, and yeah. it was. It was bad. It was bad. The
0: new one? I've been trying to catch on HBO Max, and of course it's. Oh, the
3: shit is dope. Love the new one. Oh, the yeah, the new, new one. I want to see. Fire. It's oh, really good. Yeah, it was really. Good. I told you. It. I'm it's dying really to see
0: good. it, and then I, I just got the login for my stepfather for HBO Max. She's like, "Sorry, you have to rent it." I'm like, "It was on this fucking platform when it was in the fucking theater, and now you just take it off." But you have every DC uh, movie. They do one of them. Yes. I'm like, come on, man.
3: It might be on Amazon Prime. Could she? Yeah. Be? Well,
0: I was like, all right. If, if I got to spend five bucks to watch it, I think it's worth it. But the 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 one with Will was like, it could have been ill, and it was just like a fucking mess of a movie, dude.
3: All these, yeah. jo- all these Joker scenes for no reason. For no disgusting. reason, man. it
0: didn't, it didn't make it. Any- oh, he also turned down the role of Spawn. There you go. He turned yeah. down, okay. turned down Spawn and Neo. <laughs> oh, real quick, and remember Django. when he was in- and Django? Uh, remember when he was in the Legend of Bagger Vance?
3: Yeah, oh, I watched that too.
0: That, oh man. god, that movie was. He was running around. We was, man, he was pulling the golf clubs out at every single point
3: to make some point. Man, get the hell out of here!
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and he had that
3: loose golf bag. I was like, "What the hell is going on with the Johnny? The Johnny Cakes hat? I'm like, come on, man! Yeah.
2: Well, you know, you know, the sun <laughs> and and the moon comes out to play,
3: right? Well, meanwhile, people oh, are doing,
2: hey God. brother, where art thou, and making mad
3: money, and you're doing bag of man. Right. That's oh, what I'm talking God.
2: about. Come on, man! But Yo. again, I mean, you know, like you said, law of averages. You know, if you if you weigh everything out musically, TV, you know, uh, uh, production wise, he's had, you know. Very incredible great, incredible out- output, incredible. Yeah, output, you know what I mean? yeah. Incredible. Output.
3: He's yeah. never worked with Spike,
2: which is really mm. curious.
3: No, nope, never worked with Spike. And never with Spike. that. Might that might there might be some personals in, the, in that for them not to sure because sure. I'm pretty sure, sure they call Spike. him.
2: There was a there was a time in, in the 90s where Spike was going at every all the yeah. dudes. You know what I'm he saying? Was, he was. He didn't feel was was representing the culture. He was. He's he definitely did. Straight yep.
4: Away.
0: Damn, I, I I never thought about. That. See, that's now that he's fifty, that's that's okay. Now should be like bucket list. Like I just I just want to be a part of this because I've done yeah. everything, right? Like you've hit right. the mountain. and you know the kids are fucking huge from Willow and Jaden. You know, like I mean, they have a, they have a fucking franchise. Got a, he got to
3: hurry if he <laughs> want to get Scorsese. He might not be around. He's the oldest, right?
0: You're right. Scorsese's older. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So might, I'm this. not saying
3: he's gonna pass. He might just stop working. You know. oh uh, yeah, he might.
0: All right, so why, why, don't we, why don't we take our last break, and we'll come back and wrap everything up with Reef, the Lost Cause, here on Call Out Culture with Alaska. Alaska's not here, sorry. Zillin Castro talking Will Smith. Previously
6: on Great White Buffalo. What's up, Reno, It's me, Darko the Super, and you're listening to the Call Out Culture Podcast. This episode is sponsored by Great White Buffalo and select theaters and streaming on Bandcamp now. Dark of the Super and Dean Freeman's Great White Buffalo from You Don't Deserve This Beautiful Art. The label that brought you watered-down demon Buzz, and Big Baby Gandhi's greatest hits. That's right, uddtba.bandcamp.com. The Mad Genius producer behind MF Grimm's The Hunt for the Gingerbread Man 2, psychedelic hits from the Hellhole Store. Combines forces with Rumpel, Romeo himself, Dean Cru, who brought the world classics like Buy My Baby a Car and Nookie in the Mail. Don't miss a great white buffalo listening experience, where you just might regret it for the rest of your life. Now let's get back to your regularly scheduled programming. Fishing, grits, and all that pimp shit from the Call Out Culture Podcast.
1: Hey friends, it's me Your friendly neighborhood podcast host Alaska And I'm here to tell you about an exciting new project That I just released with my friend Jason Griff You might know Jason Griff from his many appearances On the Call Out Culture podcast As well as his groundbreaking work With the Griff's Corsese Midnight Express album Also, his solo project Fireside Chats you need a sweater and a bear skin rug for that one, friends. Anyway, we just dropped a new record called Human Zoo. And Human Zoo examines the cages that we put around society and the self-imposed cages we put around ourselves. It features exciting tracks like Reboot featuring Fat Boy Sharif and Animal Farm featuring Love Ulysses. We also have additional vocals from the likes of Alex Ludovico. Not Ludovico, Ludovico with a C. See what I'm saying there, people? And Prem Rock. And then the All Hook All The Time track featuring vocal stylings from Curly Castro, Zilla Rocka, Def C. Rob Sonic Breezy Bruin and Open Mike Eagle if you like the rap music folks you're gonna wanna get this record it's a must have for every true aficionado and you can get it at insubordinate records dot com Alaska out the
5: Black Panther Party 10 point program written October 15, 1966. We want freedom, we want power to determine the destiny of our black community. We believe that black people will not be free until we are able to determine our destiny. Two, we want full employment for our people. We believe that the federal government is responsible and obligated to give every man employment and a guaranteed income. Three, we want an end to the robbery by the capitalists of our black community. We believe that this racist government has robbed us and now we are demanding the overdue debt of 40 acres and two mules. Four, we want decent housing fit for the shelter of human beings. We believe if the white landlords will not give decent housing to our black community, then the housing in the land should be made into cooperatives so that our community, with government aid, can build and make decent housing for its people. Five, we want education for our people that exposes the true nature of this decadent American society. We want education that teaches us our true history and our role in the present-day society. Six, we want all black men to be exempt from military service. We believe that black people should not be forced to fight in the military service to defend a racist government that does not protect us. Seven, we want an immediate end to police brutality and the murder of black people. We believe we can end police brutality in our black community by organizing black self-defense groups that are dedicated to defending our black community from racist police oppression and brutality. Eight, we want freedom for all black men held in federal, state, county, and city prisons and jails. We believe that all black people should be released at the many jails and prisons because they have not received a fair and impartial trial. Nine, we want all black people when brought to trial to be tried in court by a jury of their peer group people from their black communities as defined by the Constitution of the United States. We believe that the court should follow the United States Constitution so that black people will receive fair trials. 10 we want land, bread, housing, education, clothing, justice, and peace. When, in the course of the human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which are connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and nature's God entitle them. A decent respect of the opinions of mankind requires. That they should declare the causes which impel them to this separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All, all men are created equal, that are endowed by the creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Little Robert Hutton, Curly Castro, out on Backwood Studios. Get it now.
3: Um,
0: before we wrap up with Reef, just shout out to everybody on Patreon. You could always support us. We get New supporters every month from around the world. You can check us out on patreon.com backslash co-op culture podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Leave some new fucking comments on iTunes. We, we read them on the show. We make fun of you. If you make fun of us, that's fine. And uh, shouts yeah. to everybody who's been supporting us all year from all of our solo albums, all of our group pairings. Everybody buying the Career Crooks mini disc, which is hilarious that we're selling them, but people love it. Um, Mm -hmm. There there might be some mini disc releases coming down the pike from us soon. um, And I'll be shipping out any orders whenever we're recording this. All the remaining orders will be shipped tomorrow. Okay. So all that's done. Um, So closing thoughts on Will Smith. So um, uh, I wanted to wrap it up by saying if I think it's really fucking cool that a dude from our city Mm -hmm. became like the biggest. in the world for like 10 years and then even to this day it's like you know them shooting the Fresh Prince reboot in South Philly he's just he's such an ill guy because even like there was a one time when he was at a Lakers game I think they were playing the Sixers he was wearing like some Lakers shit when Iverson was on the team and people kind of gave him you know justifiable crap for that not repping his home squad but now he's like a minority owner in the Sixers like Mm overbrook entertainment's name of his fucking company. I just think like mm. this dude is like from the mid to late eighties till now, like you're saying law of averages, he's going to have some, you know, bumps along the way, but I think more or less, it's kind of like the perfect career. You know what I mean? Like as a rapper, just as on a rapping tip, he has, you know, brand new funk, parents just don't understand summertime. Like these are huge fucking records that if he just stopped doing that in 1991 cash, like you were saying, he would be like the one hit wonder type that made people feel good when you hear summertime Mm because they play it every year on a radio when summer hits regardless. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and then you have like, so I think if he would have just stopped at the rapping shit, you would, we would have looked at him as like, again, a great storyteller, like party rock and shit. You could play brand new funk on a throwback hour. So I think him and Jeff would have like been in the annals of hip hop history. But even my wife, when she read the book, she was like, wow, I totally forgot. He had like a rap career first that was really successful. You know, And my wife and she and I are the same age. So it's like I think more people probably feel that way. Like they know of the rapping from, like I said, the Fresh Prince intro theme. But we know, like, you know, like we said, parents just don't understand. So I just think it's like the illest shit to see this happening. And now potentially like Reef was saying, maybe or like you, you cash or too where now he's just kind of checked off every box there is. It's like, oh, why, why don't I do an A24 horror movie? Why don't I do, mm-hmm. you know, Scorsese or Tarantino or whoever that, you know, the yeah, I mean, he hasn't worked with yet.
3: His rap career was high school.
0: Mm. And then the
3: TV show was college. And then all of the movies and stuff was in, you know, grad school, graduating, being a man and shit like that. If you look at it like that.
0: Yeah, I like that shit. What do you That's think, Reef?
2: I like it. Yes. I think, like I said before, like, you know, he's like you, you stated um, somebody from our, he's ours, you know, mm. and we don't have a lot of those. We're not New York. We're not LA, you know, uh, even someplace like Atlanta or, you know what I mean? Uh, New Orleans, you have all these giants in the culture. Mm. Philadelphia has those along the way, um, you know, but as far as the last 30 years, he's probably the biggest thing that we've produced. And, you know, that's really cool because uh, he's, he's, he didn't just open the door for a lot of people. He, you know, like like you said, he represents the city very well. So he's throwing back the keys. He's opening, you know, um, opportunities for other people from the city to, to wear that uh, proudly. And um, yeah, man, I, I, I support that guy forever because he's like I said, he's ours. So that's, that's my final thoughts on it.
0: (laughs) Excellent. Um, Reef, anything else you want to talk about with the album? Um, You just being a cool ass dad, Chive Sports.
2: Yeah, man. Um, I just want to tell everybody to stay safe during this holiday season. Uh, Do the best that you can, because it's a lot, um, especially for parents. You know, I'm I'm over here right now trying to not think about the things I'm going to have to build and the space I'm going to have to make for these things. Cause just, <laughs> gonna go. just, the you know, just the amount of trash Just the amount
0: of trash with the gifts yeah, um, The recycling Yeah
2: man um, As far as like the plug and shit goes You know you guys can follow me at Lost Cause uh, On Twitter uh, On Instagram Lost Cause TV on YouTube New album is out now Reef Lost Cause is live And that's at my band camp Reef Lost Um Yeah I don't know that's about it man I thank you guys for having me as always You guys are awesome to talk to I appreciate it and, yeah.
3: Thank you for being here. we appreciate yeah, of you. Course, man. Fuck you. Yeah, man. All man, of we it. always have a good time. Super love. Alright, we are call-out culture. We are signing off. Peace. Peace, people. Yeah.